Welcome back to Tales from 2 a.m. If it was yesterday, so welcome back to The Hangover. I'm Brian Anthony Davis from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and it's good to hear from you. So, gosh, man, I, I'm stuck on Sunday, I guess. Uh, you know, maybe the weekend was too good, and I'm, I'm thinking about that show. So I was all excited about, about the Steelers' victory over Detroit, maybe, and uh, the great showing from guys like big ben and uh gosh we we need a good nickname for uh pat fryermuth uh, i i know everybody's calling him muth that's cool but I, I think we need a cool nickname for him and of course naji naji needs a nickname too so uh, you know I, we we need some nicknames for these guys so maybe that could be a thing that uh, hashtag bad company could think of and uh the guys on the hangover um could think of as well and the girls on the hangover so what i'm you know what somebody just mentioned portna just mentioned bad i think you're you have a case of overthinkitis on the on the whole thing with a moving uh moving uh him over when i say him uh, dan moore jr so yeah maybe maybe i do they want to use more as a swing tackle is what Port and I said. And hey, that's that's definitely a possibility. And then I've got to bring up uh, one of the greats here, one of the guys that we rely on, and he just reminds everybody, you can't trade linemen. Jeffrey Benedict says it's a 17-game season now. You need that depth. That's definitely true. I don't think you trade a lineman at this point. Um, you definitely don't. So, gentlemen... Let's go ahead and take a look at, <laughs> let's see, Dallas Quinley just said, Friar Tuck. <laughs> That's, that is a really good name. Uh, and and uh, Kathy Ford said, somebody called him Friar Tuck. I like that. Uh, really interesting. Uh, th that's funny. So let's go ahead. I'm going to go back towards the beginning, see some of these questions here. And if you have some questions, we'll go ahead and answer them. We're going to move to a Q&A, you know, Shannon and Tony might be better than this than I do, but let's go ahead and see some of the good stuff that we have and some of the good comments too. We'll, we'll be glad to bring up. I've uh, my gosh, your questions are great. Um, Mike Smith asked this, anyone worried about Ben's air yards laugh out loud. And that's not a, that's not really a question. He's like, he's bringing up maybe a comment that Charlie batch made like, Hey, are you worried about him throwing the deep ball? Because, it's not going to be a problem. So I think he proved that his arm was fine. Would you agree, fellas? Absolutely. Nothing wrong. Definitely. There's nothing wrong with his arm. Um, <laughs> you don't do that uh, that hard. If you're, if your elbows bothering you at all. Uh, so yeah, that his, he's got a lot of zip but, uh, to be able to, have his body motion and a lean coming forward like that and still get that much on that pass. His arm's fine. Okay. A couple questions from Dallas from the beginning of the show, Sneller Samuels, who stays, who goes, and do we keep Washington and resign him or trade him? I'm going to start with Shannon. I think Snell's gone. He's not on the field. And like, uh, like Dave Schofield her, says, you can't make the club from the tub. Yeah. And and he, you know, Samuels has some history with Canada, and he's had some, you know, he has versatility. But um, I think your top three guys is Harris, McFarland is the change of pace, and Bellage, because he's like a doppelganger for Harris. 
uh, size, speed, and running style. So I think that's your top three. Uh, after that, I'm not sure. Tony, do they both go? Samuels and Snell? Or do one of them get to stick around? I think, uh, you know, like to echo what Shannon said, I think Samuels just brings more to the table. And I think he can he can fill a, a lot of different roles, that you know, p- position flexibility. And he, he plays special teams. So I think I think he sticks around for – if they keep four backs, he's the one that's going to stick around. Uh, you know, I could see them going with three if you want to if you want to keep somebody else in a different position because you can always pick somebody up, you know, if you have injuries. But there's so many injuries at that position. I, I, I'd I be more comfortable if I were them with four, with four on the roster. Leonardo Torres says, do you think any starters will play on Friday? Actually, he doesn't say it. He asks it. Tony, I'll start with you. Actually, I think I think they're going to play Shooks uh, a lot. I think they want to see him. And I, I think they're going to play Kendrick Green again. I think it, I, they want to be sure about that. Not, not, not that they're going to make a determination necessarily on, on Friday because there's, there's still you know, a couple weeks to go. Uh, but I think there's Green and, 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 and Shooks are going to be starting. Beyond that, I don't. I don't see anybody else. I think you sit Alex Highsmith. I think he's proven he 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 has what it takes to be the starter. He's he's uh you know the the replacement for Bud. Um, I don't see anybody else honestly. I think you you set you sit them all. Um, Ebron, you don't need to play him. You don't even need to play the rookie tight end anymore. Muth, I think he's you want you want to keep him in bubble wrap uh, until until the start of the year with that shoulder. So. No, I, I think just the Shooks and in, in, in a core. I'm sorry, Shooks and in uh, in, uh, Green. Shannon, anything to add? I, I think the, all the offensive line, uh, just based on the situation as is, uh, I, I think they're still learning and gelling. Uh, so I think they'll all play. Uh, how much, I'm not sure. Banner might just play limited again. Um, you know, but to, to continue to try to build trust in that leg, um, you know, anybody that's proven, uh, you know, comfortable established starters, you're going to keep them out pretty much. And, you know, cause this last preseason game is really to get a look at, um, the fringe roster type guys and to set up your depth. So you don't want to have them starters out there. All right, Willie Wadley asked this question. Hey, guys, would you start Pat over Ebron? And we've talked a lot about the tight ends here. So, Shannon, I'm going to ask you that. I mean, it's not in their scheme to go ahead and uh, start the rookie over uh, Ebron because they're probably going to use both of them. Is that correct? Yeah, I think they're going to use a a lot more 12 personnel this year. Um, Of course, you know, Ben loves 11 personnel. But I think they'll have two tight ends out there a lot. So I don't think it's really going to matter who starts because Eberron is basically a big wide receiver, whereas Firemuth is more of a, a true tight end. But, yeah, they're both going to get a lot of snaps. Connor Eddy gives us a he gives us a super chat, four ninety nine. Do they trade in the draft to get Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame to replace Terrell Edmonds next season? Thank you for the 499. That's uh gosh, with the with the preseason just ending, it's really tough to tough to say. So I'm gonna go ahead and answer that question right now. That's probably something that uh we'll revisit, and I'll give you a free one on that in the uh after the season ends. But right now, I don't think that they are even thinking about that. I would say right now that that they are not looking to replace Terrell Edmonds. 
I think they're looking to see how Terrell Edmonds shows up. And he could probably you could probably get him at a decent price next year, but there's a lot of value in Terrell Edmonds alongside being the Ryan Clark possibly to Troy Polamalu, which is in this case, Minka Fitzpatrick. So what I'm saying, no, I'm not saying that he is Ryan Clark, but he compliments him well, just like Clark complimented Palomalu. Gentlemen, is that something that uh, you would agree with there? Absolutely. I, I, I'm a fan of Edmonds. I mean, he's not spectacular, but he's he's really good. And as we keep saying, if he was a second or a third round pick, nobody would but even, it, people would probably like him more. Uh if I were them, I'd try to get a deal done with him uh, after next season. I wouldn't be trying to trade up to get this uh, safety from Notre Dame. I, I, I just think, you know, you, you have a, a good a good starter. You know, you don't need to try to upgrade at every position. If you have a solid starter, I think you're, you're okay there. I think safety is one of those positions, too, that you don't absolutely have to trade up for unless it's somebody that you're in complete love with. Shannon, thoughts? Yeah, again, I'm. Uh, I like Edmonds a lot. Uh, he's he's solid. Uh, he's a good compliment to Fitzpatrick, and uh, Minka loves to play with him. They have a good uh, connection there, so uh, I think he has more value to the Steelers than he will any other team. And but you know, because he doesn't put up the big numbers, I think he, he should be affordable. Uh, and. Uh, Honestly, I haven't even started to, you know, look at who might be coming out in the draft yet um, at, at the safety position. So uh, I couldn't make an educated comment about that young man from Notre Dame. But uh, I do think that Edmonds is going to have a solid year because of that connection. Where's Wilbar? We need Andrew he Wilbar. He's Andrew Wilbar is our guy. We we need him in here for that. So <laughs> to yeah. talk about prospects. So we'll, <laughs> I I think just he's he's moving into the dorm. So uh, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll get him another time. Did Fryermuse streak? Asks James Pillow. And when Mason threw the interception on third, the incompletion on third and goal. Um, do you think so, Shannon? Well, that wasn't on. Rudolph, uh, that was on, um, you know, the line, um, they had a, a overload blitz and everybody, uh, tried to pick up somebody and they left a, a, a huge gap between Green and, and Finley because Finney picked up his guy, but Green didn't get a good enough piece of his. He didn't try to ride him through. And, uh, so Rudolph had to get rid of that ball. So, it, you know, it wasn't a good throw. Uh, but, uh, you know, if Firmuth, if they would have been a better pass, I think he could have scored on that because, you know, he had uh, the inside on him and there was nothing between him and the goal line. Uh, he would have drug that guy in, I believe. Tony, where does Juju line up once Claypool is healthy? Ask Dallas Quinley. Oh, I think he's got to be in the slot. I think he's such a valuable slot receiver for them. And you saw some of the tough catches he made the other day. And that crack black, he wasn't a crack back, but. They kind of did that one where they called a penalty and they picked it up. That mm-hmm. was a nice block. Yeah, it was beautiful. That was a great block. Yeah, so I think you want him in the slot when Chase pull when when Chase pull. I can't talk when Claypool comes back. 
So Richard Doucette asked this question. This is what I'm going to take. Do we have any trade capital left? We have lost a lot of late picks next year. Only options for 2023 picks, maybe Washington. So here's the thing. I said this on Factor Fiction the other day. I don't think that the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and Kevin Colbert are going to be making any trades to bring anybody else in at this point. Sorry, anybody that wants Stefan Gilmore, I don't think that's going to happen. But I think that he's going to make some deals. There's some, there's a lot of depth on this team. I'm not completely sold that they're going to keep both Haskins and Rudolph with the presence of J with Joshua Dobbs. I I think that they're comfortable with Joshua Dobbs as a three, and they might view one of these guys as draft capital. When you look at the fact that Joshua Dobbs went for a, a fifth-round pick two years ago to Jacksonville, week one, it was right after week one when Nick Foles got hurt, anything could happen when you've got a team looking for a guy. I would not be surprised if Mr. Colbert was on the phone with Atlanta today. When that when that happened, or probably yesterday, when they found out about AJ McCarron, there's there's a possibility that kind of stuff happens. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but they do not have a lot of draft capital left. If you look at next year, they've lost a four because of Loudermilk. They lost a five because of the Avery Williamson deal. They gained a seven in that trade. They've also lost a six just a week and a half ago with the addition of Joe Schobert. So they might possibly be doing that. They might possibly, I really think that they're going to trade Jordan Berry. I think they can get a seventh round pick, especially what they did, what he did in preseason. They got a seventh round pick for what was his name? Brad wing <clears throat> for Brad wing. So that's always a possibility. I don't think that any of the running backs are tradable at this point. When I'm talking about the running backs, I'm, I'm talking about the guys that they would be willing to give up. And I really think after Chase Claypool went down last week, I really think that what they would be doing at this point is not want to get rid of James Washington, that I think he's more valuable to what they might be doing in 2021 than not being on the team. Fellas, Absolutely. agree or disagree? I agree about Washington. I, I would keep him around. I, as I keep saying, I think he, he can be their receiver version of Cam Sutton next year. Because I think Juju is going to go for the big money because he's going to. They're going to. There's going to be more salary cap space. So you keep a player like like Washington around, and, and you give him a, a, a promises for next year. Maybe you know we're going to keep. We're going. We have more. We have bigger plans for you next year. We're, we're going to give you a raise, and, and you're going to get a chance to show you what you can do. That's what I would do. A lot of people think it's a joke that I said you can get a seventh rounder out of Barry. Yeah, you can. You you def if somebody wants a punter bad enough, they'll spend a seven on Barry. I mean that would that would be a lot of sevens, but you know that's fine. I would I would I'm sure they're on the phone doing that. If you got it out of Brad Wing, you can do that as well. Bert Tavares said something really interesting. Trade Ray Ray. Matthew Sexton is. I thought it was really interesting how. Ray Ray, when he took that pass after seeing what Matthew Sexton did on the return, when he took that short pass from Haskins, nothing was going to stop that man. Uh, yeah. He he turned on the Jets. Um, so 
you know, th that's it. And Wes says, did you just say Stefan Gilmore? We can't afford his contract, let alone trade for him. Yeah, no way. It's not going to happen. So everybody get that out of your head. It's not happening. Was Ingram a, was Ingram a luxury signing rather than a need? Dallas Quinley asked that. Um, and he's talking about uh, Mr. Uh, Melvin Ingram III and, I don't think so. I I think he was a need. That's that's definitely not a luxury signing because you cannot have two linebackers. How many times have we seen TJ Watt with the oxygen in the fourth quarter? They can't go all out for four quarters in this league and play the way that they do. You know that that's just so. No, I I think he's very valuable. I don't. I think he was brought in because they see the need for a very good piece at third. I, I think they're considering him a third starter at edge linebacker, even though he's not going to be starting games. Your thoughts, Tony? Oh, no. He, he, he wasn't a luxury at all. He was a need. They, they talked about it all offseason. They talked about bringing somebody in all offseason. And, you know, they finally have him now that we're asking this question. No, you want a veteran like that. He, he's – He's accomplished a lot. He has some injury issues, but that's why he's still around in July. Uh, but he can he can play the run. He can set the edge, um, and, and he's has a you know a history of, of being able to after the passer. So no, he, he, that was definitely a need. I mean, the other guys they have are kind of unproven, right? I mean, so you have to and 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 Marsh is just basically a, a special teams guy who really hasn't done a whole lot as far as a pass rusher. So yeah, that was that was definitely a need. So I did I mention the fact that did I thank Snowman for the five dollars and did we talk about the Steelers and TJ Watt getting a deal done before the season starts? I'm losing my mind. <laughs> so if I if I did not bring that up, I want to bring that up now. Um, according to a Jerry Dulac, that this is a deal that's going to be happening either right before or right after the uh, preseason game in Carolina to get that deal done. So I'm anxious uh, to see the possibility of that. It seems like it's a done deal, but it seemed all along like it was going to be a done deal. But then you start to get doubt. You, you start to really worry about things when, when things go on. But it really seems like they're going to go ahead and keep TJ Watt in Pittsburgh with the contract and do it now instead of letting that go into the season where they don't normally make those moves. So with that being said, gentlemen, thank you so much. We appreciate all of your time, Shannon White and Tony Defio, the live chat. We cannot do these shows without you. We appreciate it. Oh, so well, I, I hope I got to all of your questions. If I didn't get to your question, we'll go ahead and we will definitely, uh, Get to those questions throughout the week. Plenty of opportunities for you to ask questions. There's the Scobro show tomorrow night. There's Know Your Enemy coming up on Wednesday night. On Thursday, it's the Steelers preview. Friday. Fr Tony, I didn't get a chance to ask you this. There's a game Friday night. So you want me to do the play by play? Go on early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I, 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 I can I can uh, I can do the play by play. Uh, yeah. No, um, yeah, I can go on early. Uh, it all depends on the time. But, yeah, I, I figured there'd be a change somewhere. Um, Boy, I just put so, Tony yeah. on the spot. <laughs> That's bad man. No, I, <laughs> no I, I had to I, – I knew. I knew I was going to be asked. I just had – I just I was thinking of times in my head, so I'm, I'm prepared. 
so, prepared to negotiate. All right, that's fine. I'll just tell you the the Australians did that the other day. They went on early before the game, and they they. Okay. Uh, I actually joined them on that show. And then Marky D, Mark Davison said, hey, check me out on Steeler Nation Australia. I'm just going to watch the game. And with some other guys from Steeler Nation Australia, and that's what they did. So I joined them for a, for a couple of minutes, and that's what they were doing. They're just live and watching <laughs> the game together. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. I, mean, I, I love I, to see those guys watch a playoff game live. That'd be, that'd be really intense. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, they're uh, they're indulging in in uh, as Marky D would call it a sherbet, which I always thought that was like a, a fruity ice cream type dish, but no, it's a it's it's a beverage. So uh, <laughs> it was a it was a lot of fun. So um, yeah, definitely check us out also on the audio platform. There are so many more shows that you just don't get here on YouTube. So check them out anywhere you download your favorite podcast. Tomorrow will be Jeffrey Benedict with From the Cutting Room Floor. On Wednesday, it's the Fantasy Football Fix. On Thursday, you're going to have, I just talked about the Australians, you're going to have one Matthew Peverell. And Matty P is going to go ahead and give you the War Room. On Friday, it's the second edition of What Yin's Talking About, or really entertaining show and on speaking of entertaining i love the ohioans i love these guys when they go ahead with the steeler power half hour that comes up on saturdays as well there's going to be so much steeler content your head is going to swim with all kinds of black and gold knowledge so definitely check it out not just a one-stop shop it's a non-stop shop that is behind the steel curtain.com we love our Steelers, and we love that you love our Steelers, and we love talking about it with you. So definitely check us out for all of that. So with that being said, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, the podcast producer here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Once again, thanks for joining us. For Tony Defio and Shannon White, we will see you next week. And remember, we need three things from you. The first thing, number one, is definitely stay safe. And I mentioned this yesterday, and I'm going to go ahead and mention this again. Lost a, a good friend in scouting. As you know, I'm involved in scouting. Lost a good friend who is not a Steelers fan. Um, a, a Ravens fan passed away. And when I think about it, it's we're all on the same team. When it, We're all on the same team that's life. And uh, that when I found out that uh, this man passed away, you don't think of anything. You don't think about the, the team that he supports. You think about the great man that he was and all the good things that he's done in the, the community. So RIP to uh, good friend Scott and uh, until we meet again, my friend. So definitely BTSC, bad company, hashtag bad company, all our friends in BTSC nation, stay safe. Number two, be true to yourself. And that's the most important thing as well as staying safe. It's just as important because you need to be you and be proud of being you. And that's why you're a part of this group and we love you. And number three, number three, always be behind the steel curtain. And I'm going to ask Tony this question. I'm going to ask Shannon White to follow it up to quote the great Rowdy Roddy Piper and Ric Flair, just when you think you've got all the answers. We keep changing the questions. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Good night. We love you.